Hey, everybody, and welcome to Save Your Sorry, the podcast where we discuss the rise and fall of your favorite or rather least favorite celebrities. I'm your host, Katrina Rochelle, here with my best friend and fellow co-host, Jose Angel. How are you today? I am well. How are you? I am not in a well, but I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Turned it around on me. I know, I know. So today is a Jose episode. I don't know about y'all, one of my favorite types. (laughs) <laughs> so he will be talking about a subject, a, a theme, a something, a something, something. So what do you have for us? Yeah, it's more of a theme this time. Oh, I love it because I, I was I was expecting a person. Yeah, I wasn't doing all that this week. <laughs> love is in the air with it being our Valentine's episode. I thought oh. we would make a reservation at the Heartbreak Hotel and discuss some pretty famous breakups. I mean, first of all, I love the mess. Second of all, I love the song Heartbreak Hotel. I did too. <laughs> I, I literally just retweeted a, a tweet about it. That so, I mean, simpatico. <laughs> <laughs> I love all it. Right. Work out that way. So, there are plenty of breakups, new and old, but I just picked two at random. So, I'm bringing two stories today. All right. The first one we're going to talk about is Lisa Lefty Lopez from the group TLC. And TLC, for those of you who don't know, had popular hits like No Strubs, Waterfalls, and Creep. And she was the third member along with Tion T-Balls Watkins and Rosanda Chili Thomas. You know, for one dumbass reason, (laughs) I thought you were about to say, and if you don't know, TLC means tender love and care. And I was like, that's actually not even what it means in this aspect. (laughs) So I don't even know why my brain went there, but yeah. Just a weird thought. Did you have a hey. favorite member? Woo-wee! Of course I had a favorite member. It was Left Eye. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yes, I loved Left Eye the prettiest. I thought she was the most, like, artist. Like, she seemed, like, a little weird, but I don't know. And then, of course, I liked Chili because of uh, the the whole Chili and Usher thing. But mm-hmm. I would say my favorite was probably lisa t boz was cool too i especially loved her voice but i would say lisa was always my favorite yeah i felt like it always changed for me but maybe chili the most i mean she was the like she was a draw for a while she you know she was really young hello kitla baba hair she was the big dancer yeah so in 1992 the year tlc's de- debut album came out left eye or lisa I, I think I'm going to just call her Lisa. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say it every time. <laughs> the fool would. She met Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Andre Risen, I believe it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. So they would meet in an Atlanta nightclub. Just a little side note, while looking into this, I found out Lisa also had some type of relationship with Tupac. And he was there that night, but him and Lisa were not on speaking terms at the time. And... The relationship is always described as platonic, kind of like the Jada Pickett Smith situation. I was about to say, how many platonic motherfuckers uh, Tupac had on his arm? That it, it is kind of crazy when I saw that. I'm like, really, another one? All the fine <laughs> bitches in my life are platonic. <laughs> okay, I, Tupac. Now I'm I, just joking. <laughs> just like Jada, at this point in Lisa's life and Tupac's life, they were not talking at this club. What so, would have happened if they were? <laughs> so i see 
Lisa and Andre met in 1992, but I also see they would start dating in March 1993. So maybe they weren't official until then, but that's a little timeline. Uh Six months in, though, there seems to be trouble in paradise. Lisa and Andre would go to a Kroger around 3.30 in the morning. While there, they get into a fight, and Andre is seen punching Lisa. Whoa. Which all the articles write it as hitting her with his fist. I, I just what don't understand fuck? the difference. Yeah, I don't understand the difference. That's how that's how a lot of uh, stories are nowadays where the title is very misleading to what actually happened. And it's like, I mean, we can say things how it is. It's plain as day. You, if a man hit a woman, if a woman hit a man, you say that. Why are we doing all these, like, semantics? Two men would try to interfere to stop Andre, and he would yell at them to get the hell out of here. At this point, Lisa would run out the store and Andre would follow. Andre would go to his car and grab his gun. A woman offers Lisa a ride and Andre would shoot one shot at the wall. It is said this was done as a way to threaten the woman, like, you know, back the fuck up. And police arrive and Andre is taken to jail. Lisa would also be taken to jail for allegedly attacking a police officer. What? Yeah. So Andre was charged with aggravated assault and released on a $16,500 bond. And Lisa was released on a 1,200 bond on charges of obstruction. Hmm. Which Did I, Lisa ever say anything about this whole attacking the cop thing? She would later plead no contest to it. Um, uh, not admitting to anything. Yeah, so I get she should attack an officer, but isn't she just obstructing her own justice? Like, isn't that such a weird thing to, like, charge her with? I mean, yes, in a way, if if she's preventing them from getting the story, I see them arresting her. But she's just randomly attacking a police officer? Like, is she trying to keep them from taking him to jail? Yes, I I believe so. That's interesting. That's also like... And this was 3.30 in the morning after a club, so I'm sure they were both intoxicated. They... Oh, okay. Okay, that brings more to the situation. Then I can really... Okay. I can see the whole situation if everybody's a little bit intoxicated. Uh, Still doesn't give him any leeway to hit her. But um, I can see where shit's not... Everybody's not acting in their right mind. But yeah, that's a whole clusterfuck. Uh, At 3.30 in the morning too? Shit. Yes, in I the just, store at too? Kroger, Kroger of all fucking places, <laughs> and just six months into the relationship. I don't, not to say there's any time period where it's okay to hit your significant other, but just like you know, it's kind of still early on. Yeah, yeah, exactly, definitely. Andre would go on to release a statement saying, "All I was doing was defending myself. It was a matter of a situation where I thought I might be." hindered or harmed and i protected myself on why he had a gun he said a man of my stature and a stature of the woman i date were both stars which is fair to carry a gun but i think he's kind of twisting the narrative there he's also deflecting on some things like what do you mean you you're, first of all you're like three times the size you're a big ass nfl player i've seen what this man looks like and we know how big compared like how small Lisa is compared to this giant, number one. So you're saying you were defending yourself physically, and and on top of that, you also had a gun. So how much how much defending are you doing versus this woman who's unarmed, and versus yeah. this other woman who was trying to help Lisa? That's where I think he's trying to lean into that. Like these people were surrounding him, so he had to get the gun. Yeah, psh, whatever. And it looks like it worked in his favor because his charges were dismissed. Money talks, you know, and 
if you don't have a record, sometimes that also helps. Being in the light sometimes helps. Sometimes it hurts, but back then it was about 50-50, usually going on your side sometimes. And like I said earlier, Lisa would plead no contest. Lisa would say in an XXL magazine interview that Andre was very controlling, dictating what she wore, and even not wanting her to show her feet if his friends were coming around. He would tell her to go put socks on. Ooh, a man with a foot fetish recognizes he hangs out with other foot fetish freaks. That's what Not I freaks, too. but yeah, I'm just saying some people get a little weird with the feet. It's it's just such a weird thing to like cover up your feet, you know? I don't care if your titties are out, but you better fucking cover them dogs up. <laughs> it, I I guess so, yeah. And she also claimed that Andre was extremely jealous, was always accusing her of cheating if she was out of town, you know, during her TLC business. But they do stay together, but I think it was very on and off. And probably just very toxic. That's why it was on and off. Yeah. Y'all realize y'all are not good for each other. Y'all break up. But unfortunately, y'all are in the cycle and y'all do still love each other, but y'all still just have that pull. And so you get back together. But then shit happens, fights, all the, all the other shit happens. And you realize once again, you're bad and you break up. And then you, it's like, it's fucking terrible. I've seen it. In the early months of 1994, Lisa would find another woman in Andre's bed. In the XXL interview, it says it's unclear if they were together, meaning Lisa and Andre. And Andre allegedly tried to throw Lisa out of the house, which is crazy. Like, I like, don't you throw the mistress out the house, not the girlfriend? Could be. Could also be just be one of those situations where who runs this house? This is my house. You can't tell me who I can't have been here. So you don't have to leave. She can yeah. stay. It's also a way of exercising your power. That is true. Andre and the woman would end up leaving and Lisa would re- return and she had bought Andre's stuffed animals that he had kept around his bathtub and she took those stuffed animals, put them in the tub and lit it on fire. And this was not the end of Lisa's use of fire. Five months later, on June 8, 1994, Lisa and Andre were still together, but they were both be out clubbing separately. Lisa would arrive to Andre's house first when Andre arriving sometime around 5 a.m. And he says while he was out at 5 a.m., he was sober, which I don't really buy. What are you doing out at 5 a.m. sober? (laughs) But Lisa was drunk. And this is Andre's account of events. He says, I knew she'd been drinking some, but I didn't know what was upsetting her. I started taking blows to the face. Finally, I grabbed her and asked her what was wrong, but she kept coming at me. Andre would admit to slapping her back, but he says it was not to harm her, but to calm her down. He says after that didn't work, they had made their way inside the house, and now he picks her up and slams her on the bed, and he sits on her. And he says he still couldn't control her, so he left on a 20-mile walk. Reggie Brown, Andre's brother, would see Lisa standing over the Whirlpool tub, saying, I don't care anymore, as she watched the flames get higher and higher. And what started all this was Andre had bought himself new sneakers and did not buy Lisa any. So she put the sneakers in the tub and lit them on fire. Mm-hmm. Other reports. Ask new shoes. Fuck his shoes. <laughs> also, this is how I also know like people love the whole, that people love the fight. Why are you, why, why, what's, why all this tussling? Why all this back and forth? I, you're in a multi million dollar mansion. Lock yourself in a door. I mean, in a door. Lock yourself in a room, in a bathroom. Uh, 
put her ass in the house and you leave or or something. I don't I, to have all this interaction and physicality is because y'all yeah y'all want it. Specifically him because if you know that she's drunk, you need to you need to stop engaging with her. Especially since you're sober. You're yeah, taking I, blows to the face and you want to you want to slap her and sit on her. No, none of this does anything to calm anybody down if this is what you're saying is true. I like that you pointed out that he's a sober because I feel like he said that to make him look like the good guy. And it, it doesn't really because if he's a sober one, he should work better to defuse the situation if what he's saying is 100% true, that he's exactly. being attacked randomly. And like we said earlier, she is way smaller than him. Yeah. it's. I mean, yeah, she shouldn't be getting blackout drunk to the point she's even putting her hands on people if, if that's what she did but it's also like you pointing out that you're sober means like you should be the responsible person in the situation and you're not describing responsible actions and the brother's there watching her light the tub on fire but he wasn't there to break anything up uh, really i I'm, i missed that part that fast what brother uh come on let's step in let's make some uh healthy decisions as well <laughs> Yeah. So she lights the sneakers in the tub, lit them on fire. Other reports say it was cardboard that she lit on fire, which maybe it was like a sneaker box or something. And that way both theories are correct. And the fire would grow and spread throughout the house. Lisa, not being done yet, used a vacuum cleaner pipe to the windshield of Andre's Toyota truck and two Mercedes Benz. Lisa's side is a little different, but it does end the same way. Um, (laughs) The thing is, no matter what her side is, it still ends up with fire. Yes. So she says she was staying in an apartment over the garage. Like, in this house, they had an apartment over the garage. Uh And she said they hadn't spoken in two weeks, and she was seeing him leave the house, enter the house, leave the house, enter her house. So she decides, you know what? She's going to go out. She's going to put on a dress. She's going to get her nails done. She's going to get her hair done. Like, he doesn't like. And she said, go out with her friends and, you know, come back and make him jealous. Yeah. Well, they go out according to plan. But when they return, he's not home yet. He would arrive a few minutes later. And she says, he saw me in the dress out drunk. And his brother got out of the car saying smart stuff. She says she would follow him into the house. She slaps him. She says Andre would drag her to the bedroom and threw her on the bed and said, you ho, what do you have on? He would rip off her dress and they were fighting. She says when she looked in the mirror, her face was messed up and her fingers were bleeding and she snapped. She said she went downstairs to find Andre and kill him. She did not know where he was at, but she was going to kill him. Lisa's uncle tried to intervene, but Andre's brother physically stops him. So I don't know. Uncle's here and he's at least trying to help. The, uh, the the Andre's brother's here, but he's he's only adding fuel to the situation. Lord, of course. I mean, no offense. The the house being, well, you didn't say it yet, but I mean, I know what happens. Uh, <laughs> what happens ends up being one of the least uh violent things that could have happened this night. Yeah, and it, it was still pretty. It was still pretty violent if you consider the spousal abuse on both sides. Her smacking him and and him smacking her. 
And then the the brother encouraging this by not separating and letting this still happen. So I don't know if Andre left immediately after the fight or if they fought more, but he does leave. And that's when Lisa uses the same tub to light the sneakers on fire that she used to light the bears on fire five months earlier. The big difference this time was that after the first fire, Andre had to replace the tub. And instead of the marble tub that can the fire better this one was plastic so it said burn baby burn <laughs> so this is one of the stories i've seen it almost every time we cover a story before the 2000s that sometimes the stories become like urban legends where we get more context or a little as exaggerated or theories put out or it's reported as fact or rumor mm-hmm. so i say that because in this interview it has no mention of tupac but other later sources would say that they were fighting over Tupac. And he he was the one who picked her up after the fire. Either way, Lisa would not categorize this as abuse on either side, just fights. I mean, like I said, since I know what happens, I get it. They're they're still stuck in this this toxic abuse cycle, but it definitely is. Yeah. Definitely abuse. I think that's what a lot of people who are in toxic abusive relationships say you know they try to say it's a fight mm-hmm. like no yeah. and the thing is fighting sometimes is not the best word to use but you know arguments are okay get it but when you start fighting and then y'all using y'all's hands and then y'all start using like emotional manipulation and gaslighting and all this other stuff then it's and just fire like, and fire to cleanse it all then it's just it, no it's not just regular arguing <laughs> arguing <laughs> <laughs> it's not regular arguing and regular quote-unquote fighting i also want to include this sandy denton also known as peppa of salt and peppa i was about to say i know sandy <laughs> said in her 2008 autobiography let's talk about pep that the fire might have been caused because of her she claims that her and andre met because salt and peppa did a lot of nfl spots and they would meet up at parties They Uh became cool, but it was just a friendship. And now I'll read her quote. He told me later how everything went down. Apparently, he had been talking about me to her, telling her how cool I was. Brothers, you can't do that. Your girl will immediately be suspicious. Now, maybe he did like me like that. But again, we never went there. One night, he and Lisa are watching TV and my video comes on and he gets all excited and said something like, Pep, that's my girl. The night of the fire... Pep got them backstage passes to their show since they were in Atlanta. And Lisa assumed they had been together or were together. So she lit the mansion on fire. Hmm. Okay. First of all, <clears throat> that's true. Peppa. Um, Andre is a little instigator. I, I don't, I don't, here's what I'm saying. Not saying Pep isn't a cool person or you, nobody would brag on her, but these two have a toxic relationship in which cheating has to be a focal point somewhere. It's a problem somewhere. And, and apparently alcohol as well and putting their hands on each other as well. So y'all already are jealous and violent to each other. And you're talking up this other 90s legend to this other 90s legend. <laughs> like, oh, that's my girl. And you not doing that shit on purpose. Okay. First of all, I feel like, yes. Um, and then second of all, yeah, you're right. You can't do that. You can't, you can't expect shit to be sweet at home if you're talking, you're talking so glowingly about one woman in your life that the main woman in your life is like, 
what the fuck they got going on? Yeah. Not I, saying Lisa was right for what she did, but definitely Andre was being a little instigator. I don't know if I really go with this story just because the earlier stories that they said at the time both have them going to the club and hers is they were watching TV. So I don't, you know, it just doesn't really add up to me. I think that it, it could have been a conversation or a situation they had about her, but maybe that's not the night. Maybe that's a different night, but I don't know if that led to the fire. I'm sure if you know how people are arguing, they just throw everything they can at you. So maybe she was mentioned that night, but could be it, she wasn't like the main focus. Yeah, exactly. So So the house would burn down. He comes back after he, he walks away and then his teammate's wife drives him home and he sees his house is on fire. Boy, I'm going to try to put them pictures up, but boy, she, she had that motherfucker engulfed in flames. Like I, it had to get out of control. Or at one point she saw, I feel like it happened one of two ways. It happened as a way of her like, yeah, I'm going to start in the bathtub. And I know you said it's like the plastic couldn't contain it. So that could have been the main reason why I went out of control. But I also think at one point it was probably savable. Like she probably could have done something about it. And there had, I feel like in a big ass mansion, there's a fire extinguisher somewhere. But either she panicked and just said, fuck it and she bailed or she saw it was going crazy and she said you know what burn this motherfucker down <laughs> well the brother said that she was standing over it saying i don't care so maybe oh, she was waiting for it to burn all right that checks out but damn that fucking house it's it was a decent sized house and when you saw the pictures of it more than half of it was covered in fire <laughs> yes so lisa would turn herself in and entered rehab for alcohol abuse and received five years probation and a $10,000 fine. Mm -hmm. Lisa said at first, she just categorized her drinking as a bad habit, even though she had been drinking and going to bars with her father since she was 15. Uh, uh, uh. And she was not wanting to go to rehab at first. She says, I kept saying no, because I got fans. I got TLC. We have an image. You're not sending me there like I'm some crazy drunk bitch who got drunk one night and decided to burn Andre's house up. Send me to an abuse center or something, but you can't make it make this like it's my fault. Lisa would also say that Andre was her beta supporter while in jail. He visited her every day, and they both were sorry. In an interview I read Andre did with people just months after, he still said he had love for her. And I don't know how long they were broken up for, but they did find each other again and were get engaged. Yep, I do remember that. I do remember that. And I was like, okay, I mean, I guess power to you once again, not breaking the cycle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know she dated someone in 2000, but, you know, there's such on and off that they do find each other. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think that's unfair, like, ability. It is kind of crazy that her father kind of dipped her into that abuse of alcohol. Like, I could not imagine how my life would be if I started drinking at 15. But um, her saying that, you know, you can't say you could put me in an abuse center, but you can't make this my fault. When it's like your past does make uh, 
does it doesn't fully define you, but it does build a foundation of who you are um, and put you in unfortunate circumstances. But you do make decisions along the way that do alter your path, good and bad. And she didn't make all good decisions once she had rain, once she had the reins over her life. Yeah, I think it was more of optics for her. Like if she goes to rehab, it's admitting it's her fault. Well, I, I get like that because celebrities are always made to look like fools and not actual humans who go through things. So, yes, I do understand that the spotlight probably would have been on her in that way. This was around the time Nicole Brown Simpson was murdered. Uh, so th- they say that's why the story kind of went a little bit hush, quieter. Hush. Yeah. Because when people talk about this, it's always in a joking way that Left Eye burnt down the house. Yeah, to be fair, I've always heard about it not referred to as a very serious matter, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It definitely was. When I went into this, I was more looking for a hee hee ha ha. And I'm like, oh, this is, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it is dark. And the thing is, a lot of people laugh at it, I think, because not only they're celebrities, but they're, they were quote unquote rich. But you think about it in like regular people's terms, I would be absolutely destroyed if my significant other burned down my house like with all my my mementos the things that i wanted the things that i gathered over time um gifts like i i would be absolutely destroyed yeah that that's so true like you kind of lose sight of it of how serious it is Uh they would be engaged lisa would go to honduras in 2002 i've seen it described as a spiritual journey or mission work yep while there, the car she was a passenger in hit a little boy. And it is said Lisa held the boy's head as someone tried to give mouth to mouth to revive him. But unfortunately, he would die from his injuries. And Lisa would pay for his medical bills and funeral costs. I guess no one called the police, though, so there was an investigation. And the boy's mother would say, this is her quote, Why would we have called the police? Lisa was an excellent person. The way she treated me and took care of my son... And Lisa would feel uh, like a spirit was haunting her and the, and that death took the wrong person since she shared the same last name as the little boy. Mm. And, and shortly after, while Lisa was still in Honduras, she would get into a car crash while driving and she died instantly. Others in the car were injured, but she was the only one who died on April 25th, 2002. And as for Andre, he would marry another woman with the same first and last name, Lisa Lopez, but her dog with a Z. Yeah, Lisa Lopez. And they now have five children. They're still together? As far as I saw, I didn't really look into it, but I saw they had five children on the same name. I mean, that last part <laughs> threw me off, but I was uh, so sorry. Not you married another Lisa Lopez. It, it's that- kind it's kind of weird because she was the left eye was, you know, talking about the name of the little boy in her. Yeah. He marries another woman with the same name. Interesting. But that I, uh, I thought it was always so tragic the way Lisa died, especially seeing that she went to the Honduras to find something to to have something. And and she just never got to come back. And share yeah. exactly all that she learned and all that she wanted to 
create and her message and the newfound peace that she had basically found and arrived at. So that I thought that was always tragic and sad. Uh, also, the story with the boy, like it's one of those things where if nobody is like accusing her, obviously it was an accident, but that's just so unfortunate. Like both of these car accidents, like happening, claiming lies. I don't, that's also like a weird coincidence. Uh, I, I don't know what to call that, but it's unfortunate nonetheless. It, it really just makes me think of how she was saying that deaf to the wrong person because his last name is like, damn, like, is there some thing true to that like it's just it's too weird yeah like some freaky ass fucking um final destination type shit yeah like she was meant to die which is horrible yeah that's yeah i feel horrible thinking that i don't want to think yeah you know that maybe i'll i'll save that for my media never mind okay. it just made me think of one of my favorite songs and videos we'll don't forget it i'll try my best <laughs> Okay, let me light an incense before this next one. Not you gotta save the area after. <laughs> yeah, I loved Lisa. I felt so bad that TLC tried to go on. And of course, it's just one of those things where it's just not the same. And it's not their fault, but it's just, it just never was the same. I think she was a key element to it. And that's why, like, you needed, yeah, I, they needed her. A hundred percent. I think whether it was death or somebody leaving, I think if any of them left, it would have not been the same. So it's just sad that Lisa left via like death and not of her own volition. Well, I did see she had a solo project, <laughs> which I guess a lot of people did not like. Yeah, from it was uh, I watched a documentary. It's the I guess I don't know. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. You know, old VH1, old MTV, where they played the music, but also the music documentaries. And I've watched a couple on Lisa, but they're like at least over a decade. And I remember that she did do a solo project. I think it was called Supernova. And yes. for, for one reason or another, the record label or something, it was only released in the UK or whatever. It wasn't really officially released in the United States. That's what I know. Uh... And it wasn't seen as like, yeah, this huge success. And she was kind of bummed out about it not being released in the United States. But there, there's a controversy in, involving that solo album. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, which this is not at all, not at all, like, you know, a TLC episode. But it's just, there's so much there that we could always do a TLC episode. Oh, 100%. There is so much to cover. Yeah, that's why I, you know, gave briefly, but I was just mainly focused on the relationship. Yeah, because uh, guess who's taking that idea? <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to our next one, if you don't have anything else to say about Lisa Left Eye Lopez. No, no, no. So, in 2010, oh, I just jumped into it. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> For our second story, we'll be talking about Shakira and Gerald Pique. Oh, I'm ready to hear this story. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> So Shakira is Shakira. If you don't know her, I don't know what to tell you, but she has a plethora of songs like Hips Don't Lie, She Wolf, Don't Bother, Whenever, Wherever. The list goes on and on. Underneath your clothes. Yes. That's the sleeper <laughs> hit. Not really, but nobody talks <laughs> about that one. It used to be my jam. And she was a coach on The Voice, and Gerard was a soccer player. 
<laughs> exactly. A soccer player. <laughs> so this is one of those stories where it's like a source said this, a close source said that, but it's kind of all lines up. So we take it as a truth. All right. So in 2010, Shakira and Gerard would meet on the set of her music video, Waka Waka, this time for Africa. That shit was everywhere. <laughs> it was. And that was the FIFA World Cup was in South Africa. So soccer players were in the video. She thought he was cute, but didn't know him saying she wasn't a soccer fan. And Shakira makes it to South Africa before Gerard. And he texts her to ask about the weather. And they start talking. And he told his he told her his team would have to get there so he could see her again. Uh-huh. And Spain would win the World Cup in 2010. And March 29, 2011, they become official online. Which, I like to think that she only did it because he won. Like, if, if his team didn't win, she was going to be like, I can't date you. I'm just here. That's hilarious. You're talking all that shit, but you didn't back it up. So, <laughs> where I leave you. Yeah. So, September 2012, they would announce Shakira was pregnant with their first child. August 28, 2014, they would announce their second child. And throughout the years, it just seems to be all good. You know, she's showing up for his stuff. He's there for hers. And We thought 11, it was okay. 11 years later, on June 4th, 2022, they would announce their separation in a joint statement. But this is after reports that they were living separately already. So it's like, how long were they broken up, technically? And seven months after their separation announcement, Gerard would go official with Clara Chia Marti, if that's how you pronounce you it. You said seven months after? Seven months after the announcement, him and... I, I know how it's in Spanish. It's like Clara, but I, I don't know how it's in English. Clara? Claire. Oh, yeah. maybe. I'm C-L-A-R-A, right? Yeah. And they name it Clara. Okay, Clara. Claire. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anytime someone moves on that fast, there's always cheating rumors. And there was heavy speculation that Gerard had cheated. And we do get little hints that he cheated in her music video. Felicito, she opens the fridge to find a head and a reporter asks her, what was she looking in the fridge for? And she replies, the truth. Mm. Now, I know that doesn't make sense, but stay with me. Allegedly, while Shakir was away with her children... Someone ate Shakira's strawberry jam. And Gerard was not a fan of this jam. He would not eat it. So Shakira knew someone was in her house eating her jam. And it, I was, mean, that, it was that bitch Clara. I'm telling you, me and Shakira, simpatico, because uh, bitch, that's how I would know too. Who's in my food? <laughs> <laughs> who, who has been eating my food? Yeah, that's just the, I don't know. It's just the thing of, you're in my house. You're so comfortable that you're going to eat my fucking jam. What is and, wrong with you? And you're already fucking her man? Yes. Bones. I don't know which one's more offensive. Obviously the jam. Because, bitch, the places I had to go to get this jam. <laughs> I can get another man, but ugh, my jam? Ugh. Also, in a Zoom interview in August 2021, fans can see... Clara in the background of the video with Gerard in the home he shares with Shatira. And this is before everything? This is before. Like, they didn't connect it at the time, I don't think. But when they went back... He was you know, doing this for a while? Yes. Oh, he's disgusting. Because they did not announce it until September 
no, not September. That's way too. June 2002. So August 2021. 2022. You said 2002. It's the same thing I do, but I'm only correcting you because if I do it, I need you to correct me. (laughs) (laughs) So Shakira would say while her father was in the ICU, she was with her father and he was at home betraying her. It's like people are already like selfish and like so fucking rude and disrespectful to already cheat on you but these people who cheat on you during like the most hardest moments of your life are honestly despicable it's like you can't even put your dick up for a second while i'm going through this that is so true and it's shakira like you shouldn't cheat at all but i get this clara is 22 years old so she's younder but she kind of looks like like crisis yeah i can see that too but she Kind of just looks like a knockoff Shakira. I, I saw the girl. I saw the girl and I said, personality must be out of this fucking world. Because she is beautiful. <laughs> but like you said, what is the, the looks aren't comparing. So what is what is the benefit? The age. That's all I can see is the age. Yeah. So Shakira would do a rap session where she seems in Spanish. No hard feelings, babe. I wish you good luck with my so-called replacement. I don't even know what happened. You're acting so weird. I don't even recognize you. I'm worth two 22-year-olds. You traded in a Ferrari for a Twindo. You traded in a Rolex for a Casio. Ooh, bitch. And I like Casio. Ooh. So definitely calling... bitch. Yeah, so she's definitely calling out Gerard and saying Clara's a downgrade. Gerard would wear a Casio watch in a Kingsley live stream and announce a partnership and he would arrive to work in a Twindo after this song comes out. It's like, oh, you you thought you ate that, but bitch, you can't afford a Ferrari <laughs> and you can't afford to get a partnership with Rolex. That's what it showed. That's uh-huh. what it gave. You really thought that you killed them. But no, it was like, yeah, you're right. I can't get a Ferrari. And yeah, you're right. <laughs> now that we're divorced, I'm never seeing a Rolex for a minute if somebody ain't gifting it. Like, what do you mean? And Grant, I know these people are all rich, so I'm being facetious, but it's just like, and you're the person who broke the trust and cheated on her, and you got the nerve to try to publicly clap back? Fuck out of here. Yeah, take it on the chin. Like, you're just scum of the earth. You're a retired soccer player. Um, Unless you want to be a heel. Unless you want to be known as the villain. I don't, yeah, I don't understand playing into it. She would also sing, I only make music, sorry if it splashes you. You left me with your mom as a neighbor, the press at my door, and a debt with the treasury. In mm-hmm. Spanish, this the sorry if it splashes you does better wordplay because it involves his name, Pica. And I believe she also says clara, which is like clear in Spanish. So it's a lot better in Spanish that doesn't translate to English. Uh, and I guess you're not going to give us that preview. <laughs> Shakira and Gerard had built his parents a house next door to them, which... In the song, you know, she mm. said she left me with your mom as my neighbor. And it's alleged that the mom did. Like, she knew. Help, she helped cover it up. She's a dirty bitch, too. I was about to say, if you put the mom on the property and this man was allegedly probably cheating for years, the mom knew. And also, what type of grandmother and mother-in-law are you to not? I mean, granted, maybe you don't like Shakira. Okay, fine. You don't like the woman your your son married. But to encourage your son 
to just create this facade and to constantly lie to himself and his wife and family to support that, that's, I mean, that's your, that's, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, obviously. These motherfuckers yeah. poisoned. And why would you do that to your grandkids? Like, you're, even you. if you don't want them together, like, you want the father to be lying to the mother, like, that's not a good dynamic to be in the home. Yeah, where dad is kind of sort of openly cheating on mommy when mommy's away. And we, we kind of all know about it, but we're not saying anything. And the children begin to think that that is okay to hide secrets and and, and to be deceitful like that. That's maybe not that's teaching how he learned. Good maybe, maybe. But man, I mean, you got to, I mean, come on. I'm glad Shakira eventually found out and freed herself and her, and her children. After the song, Shakira did put a witch mannequin on her balcony facing the parents' house with her song playing on repeat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bitch, move out. (laughs) Or here forever. So it's alleged that the parents knew about the fair, helped cover it up. And the treasury line is Shakira owed Spain money and taxes because it was debated where she lived the majority of the time by the government. And... The song is a really big moment. Even people singing it to Gerard while he's trying to watch a game at a stadium. Love it. Also, I heard Shakira. She said she ain't paying them taxes. I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) I love those tweets where it's like, take me instead, not Shakira. It's like, I feel the same way. (laughs) Just, I mean, Shakira just like the beehive the barbs and navy has a bear the swifties has a uh she has such a powerful fan base and i love it because i don't think i've even heard of a a toxic shakira fan base moment so i will say that they got so positive just supporting your girl i will say that and i feel like shakira is just loved like by the general public too yeah it's she's very she looks and seems very sweet and even in the candid moments in which, you know, sometimes the cameras find her, she doesn't give off that pretentious uh, aura or she can't be touched, even though in a way, you know, people should definitely give her space and privacy. Uh-huh. She just seems so she seems so kind and open on the voice in the clips I saw because I wasn't watching her seasons. No offense. I was off of it. But in everything else, in her speeches, she just seems so sweet. Yes. In another song, El Jefe, Shakira sings, they say there is no evil that lasts more than a hundred years, but there is still my ex-father-in-law who does not set foot in a grave. At the end of the song, Shakira says, Lily Mergar, this song is for you because you didn't get severance pay. And it shows Lily in the video. It's alleged by many close sources that Lily was the children's nanny and found out about the affair and was either fired by Gerard or his father so they could hide the affair. Lily now works for Shakira again and is the nanny in Miami. The nanny in Miami. (laughs) I love it. Uh, First of all, I also love how we were just talking about how Shakira has been just so sweet and everything, but finally... You broke her heart. She's letting the chopper sing. She's she's letting off the shots. She's calling this motherfucker a bitch. This motherfucker a bitch. You're a bitch. <laughs> she's calling the whole family out. I love it. Because she's like, I didn't do nothing to nobody. Y'all just did it to me. So I'm going to let y'all have it. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm. And, and also, whole- how did you fire my nanny? 
without me knowing. Just to keep her quiet. Like this whole family is orchestrating this thing just to keep the affair under wraps. Is it like was Shakira like a cash cow to them? Like what was it? Because it's not love. I think at one point it was either love or infatuation, but Shakira's wealth eclipsed him by a mile. And I think especially when they got in with the kids, maybe he realized he didn't like or love her as much, but she was the breadwinner. She helped get his parents on the property. She was funding a lot of this. So it was like one of those things like, I don't want to disrupt my lifestyle, but I also want to be able to screw other girls. Uh huh. And mom, dad, if you want to uh, hold on to the life you've come accustomed to, you're going to hide the fact that I'm going to be fucking other girls. <laughs> but here's my thing. Did she find out from the nanny? Because that's what I would have thought. As soon as I'm fired, I have no loyalty. And I feel like if I'm fired by the grandfather and father, I'm especially think that the mother had nothing to do with this. So I'm going to go to her as a Hail Mary, at least, and be like, yeah, they just fired me. But just so you know, I done saw this bitch eating your strawberry jam in her drawers. I mean, it's possible. Like, why else would she put her in the music video and, you know, give her that shout out? She said, bitch, he wasn't loyal, but you were. And I'm going to at least reward yeah. I like that. Because so she could have just given her the severance pay and just said, okay, we'll wash our hands with this. But she she brought her back on. That is true. And I feel like Lily was probably telling them, I'm going to tell Shakira because why else would they fire her? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. She could have taken that money and shut her mouth. It is rumored that Gerard was cheated on by Clara with his former soccer coach. And it was speculated that they had broken up. But they were seen together and neither one of them has said if there was cheating. So I think it was just rumors because I couldn't find anything substantial to back it up. It's just, I feel like people want them to be miserable. So Mm -hmm. they put that story out. They could also just took like a mini break and people just take that as scandal, but then they just came back together real quick. Yeah, that, that could happen too. So that is our heartbreak episode. This is the heartbreak. Hey, okay, I'm done. Um, we do like to end every episode on a positive note with some form of media we want to recommend, discuss, or explore. Who should go first? I guess I'll go first. I hope I haven't said this media before. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that all day. I'm like, damn, I've said almost all my medias. You know what my New Year's resolution was supposed to be? And it was such an easy one and I copped out. But I'm going to do it. I was supposed to re-listen to all the episodes and write down our medias. Mostly me, but the thing is that I knew that if I went back and listened to all the episodes and wrote down just my media, you would be like, you didn't write mine down either? And so I was just- I would be very passive aggressive. You definitely would be. You, I would know what I've already said if somebody recorded mine. Uh-huh. I'd bring it up all the time. <laughs> I'd, I'd be insufferable. But I'm definitely going to do it soon because I do, it's not even about repeating it. It's more like- I do have more things and more stories to tell, but sometimes I get focused on telling the same ones. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how many times can I talk about misery? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I definitely know I've talked about Nickelback before, but I don't know if I've made them my media or this song, but it was going to be saving me, particularly the music video and the song together, of course, because uh, that's what I was talking about when I was mentioning uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, that whole... Have you seen the Saving Me video? 
I'm not a Nickelback fan, so I don't think so. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, I get it. Some people don't like them, but I think it's a beautiful song. And basically, um, the video is the concept of everybody having the, let me explain shit. I don't know how to explain things because I'm terrible at explaining things because I over-explain things and then I jump. Okay. So anyway, this is how I'm going to explain <laughs> You're explaining it. You're video, explaining. <laughs> it basically starts with a man seeing, I think seeing somebody about to like, like get ran over by something or, or whatever. And um, he snatches them out of the way uh, to safety, basically. And once he does that, he now sees these timers uh, above everybody's heads counting down anywhere from oh, here. I've to- seen that one. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say it was yeah. really popular. Yeah. And it's counting down, you know, months, hours, days, whatever, whatever. Um, and, uh, oh no, damn, I already fucked up the explanation. <laughs> basically somebody saved him and once somebody saved him that's when he saw the timers and then so he's going around he's he's like oh my god what the fuck am i seeing all these people have countdowns and i guess he's starting to realize what the countdowns mean death whatever so towards the end of the video basically you see somebody's timer about to go to zero and as it goes mr nickelback is this what is this like mr nickelback in the video or is it like an actor no, no, these are all actors. They weren't in the video except for, you know, playing their instruments type thing. Mm. Um, so yeah. then you see somebody's timer about to go to zero and then he snatches them to safety. And then that's uh, and then you see something about to come down from the sky that like it was about to like kill that person. And then that's when the movie, uh, the music video ends. I am so sorry. I did a terrible way of explaining. I that. think you did great. I, f- I found your retelling more interesting than the video. <laughs> Oh, so I gotta work on my storytelling skills. But yeah, uh, love the video. I I just love the concept of it. Um, and I've always loved that song because it's just such a beautiful song about just I don't know, just asking for some help, asking for somebody to save you when you're in a hard damn time. Is somebody looking at me? I'm drowning. Only Nickelback song I like is Rockstar. Look at this fall with a gray. You don't even like that one. I hate that one. I feel like that's why people hate Nickelback is that song. You know, my favorite meme for a while. Look at this graph. (laughs) 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 And he's graphing his hand. But no, I'm not going to lie. Me and Trisha used to wear out Rockstar. They're like, when that was popular, we was singing that all the damn time. Still love it, honestly, low key. People talk about it them being generic but bitch they got the formula <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i guess they can hit sometimes yep 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 so that's my that's my media that i wanted to talk about that that uh made me think about during uh lisa's story but uh do you have anything to share i do but i'm gonna share trisha's first oh yes come on trisha media she says, hello, Jose and Katrina. I hope you guys are doing great. I want to share a few medias with you this week. The first media is The Woman and Me by Britney Spears. I really enjoyed listening to this very sad book. I don't have a favorite part because it's also upsetting. I think the book review y'all did was a very good and did an excellent job summarizing it. Can I say that? Yes, I can. For shiz, for shiz. I was thinking that one. <laughs> I'm like, can I say that? <laughs> you thought Trisha said you have to say the N-word. Oh, I did. That's <laughs> hilarious. 
Boshes, boshes. She says, the next media I would like to share is the book The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. The book was a very challenging read. It jumps back and forth from the past to the present. It took me two days to listen to this book because I had to keep rewinding it to make sure I knew what time period was being discussed. I think the book would be better reading the physical copy. My final media is the TV series The Handmaid's Tale, LOL. The series is one of the most horrific and sad shows I have ever watched. The show did, however, make reading the book much better. The book in the series is definitely worth watching, and reading the synopsis copied from Doodle is this, which it says, set in the Republic of Gilead, a totalitarian American America in which fundamentalist Christians have killed the president and Congress and imposed a puritanical theocracy. The Hammond's Tale portrays a loveless police state that oppresses women and regulates all aspects of human life with constant surveillance. Thank you for letting me share my medias. Love always. Mm-mm-mm. Did so what you, you think? watch The Handmaid's Tale? No, not yet. And I said I probably wouldn't since Elizabeth is a part of it. And because I heard now, officially, it's very, 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 very sad. It I already knew sad. that, but it's like, dang. It's, it is Perfectly very interesting. Perfectly yourself out is hard to do sometimes. It is very interesting, though. I re- I read the book, too. And I personally think the TV show is better. Uh, but the book does kind of give like a little bit more background. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's very interesting to see just like in the show how they pretty much show like one day life is normal and the next day it's like women can't take money out the bank while man. Women can't hold a job. Women can't do this. And it's, you know, they try to fight back at first, but then they can't because you'll be put like in a work camp or it's it's very interesting to see how it works out. and. I I love the downs, beautiful downs. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> Plus, those are the ugliest fucking downs ever. <laughs> but also, I'm thinking if I if if the world is changing on a dime like that, I gotta go out blaze bla- uh, blaze of glory like Cleo. I gotta shoot everybody. I'm sorry, that sounded crazy. Jesus. Not like shoot everybody, but Did we you know beep I'm that now. <laughs> Shut up! I don't mean like shoot, but like I'm 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 killing and maiming people. It ain't it ain't got to be guns. If y'all are trying to take me out my house and force this new world on me, y'all gonna have to kill me. Is what I'm saying. I'm not about yeah. to, y'all are not about to force me in no handcuffs, no work camp, no gown. <laughs> Where they do kill people and like they hang them and like let them be there for other people to see, but. That's the that's the new quote unquote government. I'm talking about me as the people. I got a megaphone and I'm yelling, "Bitches, fight, fight back!" They can't take us all. There are people in the show that try that, and it's just like interesting. Like you know, people try to flee to Canada and like they catch them and they take their kids away, and that's like what the main cash had spoilers. Um, Uh, That's uh, what like the main character. She has like a kid, and they have taken her away from her, so like she has to like behave. Or they do something to their child. Man. Um, yeah, it's so interesting. And Britney Spears, I, f- I feel like we said enough but about her, about the book. Love, love Britney. Um, I loved how, I love how Britney unnecessarily apologized to Justin. And then her, Justin was talking shit and said, I know that motherfucker ain't talking shit. He need to be quiet before I say something. What in his stupid mind would, think that saying 
I apologize to no one right before Trimere River would be good for him. I him ego him having an ego him being in front of his quote unquote people and him thinking that he was the shit and that people still think that Brittany is crazy when even if people think that she's crazy people think she's right too. Yeah, it's like that's not the time, Justin. Keep that to yourself. And especially after your little bitch ass didn't want to have no real comment on the situation before, now you you apologize absolutely, Mitch. You need to apologize to your your record label putting out that shitty ass song. You're trying to gain black favor with all this new fangled blackness all up in the the song again after you went to your country roots. <laughs> so, speaking of country roots. I think my media would be. What? What could you possibly be referring to? Beyonce's two songs that she has released, Sixteen Carriages and Texas Hold'em. Which one do you like better? All right. All right, y'all. Uh-oh. So, I like, I don't, I don't want nobody to judge me, okay? Okay. This is not a safe space. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and I have my reasons. Okay. I have not listened to either of those songs. I I was literally texting you as it was happening. You were. I thought we were sharing an experience. We were. I watched I watched the the commercial. I I watched all the photo, all the posts, all the Instagrams, everything. So what happened was First of all, I yeah, I don't know if y'all can hear it in the background of these ep- this episode, but my cats are fucking going through it. They are fighting like literal cats and dogs. <laughs> um, but so I'm sorry if you keep hearing thumping and hissing, but that's that's my side. Um, but here's the thing: the timeline's been filled with Beyonce, and I loved it. I'm excited too for the album and these two songs. Granted, but Katrina has had a hard fucking week, right? And I don't like to listen to stuff that I know I should like and be in a good mood for when I'm not ready for it. And so despite liking literally every tweet in the world referencing Beyonce and uh, uh, Texas Hold'em and everything else, and I I love it. And I've only heard the repeat of Texas Hold'em, the same snippet, but I still love it. I just have not listened to these songs in total, but I will. It's just been a bad week for me, and I didn't want to start not liking it because I wasn't in the mood for it. But to be fair, Jose, I bet, you know, I usually listen to music and stuff at work. But like I was telling Trisha, I have not been listening to a lot of music or new music lately at work, period. I've been listening to a lot of fucking Reddit stories. (laughs) Really? And I think that's also contributing to my bad mood because these people, I hope some of these, a lot of these stories are fake, but some of these people just boil my blood with the dumbass decision-making they be making. Is it like a podcast? Some, some are podcasts and I just, I just watch their YouTube videos because it's easier for me to do it like that. And then mm. some of them are just like um, accounts dedicated to reading Reddit stories and they do like topics and talking in between. So yeah, I haven't been listening to music totally at all, let alone the new Beyonce songs, but um, I I am going to listen to them, but I know I'm going to like both of them. Uh, I just 
based off the spirit of upbeatness, I probably will like Texas Hold'em more. But I'm sorry, I can't fully contribute to this conversation. <laughs> well, I do like Texas Hold'em more. Sixteen carriages have has grown on me more, but Texas Hold'em right off the bat, I was like, this is what I was wanting, and I'm I see why she released both songs at the same time. I think that's because Texas Hold'em is definitely there's no way in hell you can deny that that is country. Mm-hmm. And I feel she was very smart to put that out with te- with Sits and Carriages. Because Sits and Carriages, I feel like some people can argue, like, this is not country, whatever. But Texas Hold'em, you cannot deny it. She was giving you uh, uh, versatility. Yeah, so she it's was like... giving you different types, variables. The, pe- the people who are l- more hesitant to listen to a country Beyonce, you know, I feel like they would lean more to... 16 carriages and the people who want a country and Beyonce can't do country, let's either prove them on with Texas Hold'em. Mm-mm-mm. I love both of them. I'm shocked. I'm appalled now <laughs> that you did not. I feel so bad because I feel like a fraud. Because, like I said, I've been all up on Instagram and Twitter liking everything Beyonce related, uh-huh. but I have not listened to the songs for my for myself yet. But I haven't yeah. listened to anything. I'm I'm sorry. I'm on a musical lockdown right now. Can't accept any new entries right now. Overload. That's so weird. I feel like every time you're listening to more like podcasts or videos and stuff, I'm more on the music side, and then it goes vice versa. Because I'm I haven't I'm not caught up on pad- podcasts at all. Okay. To be fair, don't even talk to me about podcasts. I am I'm I've I've been a terrible listener. I am not caught up on. Literally any of the podcasts I listen to, none of them at this time. I I'm not caught up on nothing, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even know what to do around the po- the podcast. Is gonna take me a year to catch up. Yeah, I I honestly don't know how you have so much time for podcasts. I just saw it before I discovered Taylor Swift. You know how Maybe I know it. what it was. I stopped doing and listening to as many podcasts as I was once I switched jobs. I had that one job where it was like, you're doing your work, but you can listen to and watch a lot of media as you're doing your work. Whereas this, I have the freedom of, of at least listening to audio, maybe about 40% to 45% of my day. Whereas the other one, it was like 95%. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm, mm, mm. But, but did you watch the halftime show since we're just talking about events? <laughs> um, yes and no. Um, I was with my sister to celebrate her birthday, and we were at a bar, a bar grill type situation. And so the Super Bowl, of course, was playing. And so we watched a little bit of the Super Bowl, and I watched part of the halftime show, but I didn't finish it, and I didn't really finish the Super Bowl. It was kind of one of those things like we were talking over text. Like I didn't need to because I started to watch it on YouTube and I was just kind of like not in the mood. Once again, (laughs) it's blocked down. I just wasn't in the mood. And I had seen pretty much all that except for my boo. The my boo part was great, but everything else I kind of just either skipped over. I didn't finish it. I love the my favorite treat was God took Alicia T's voice for stealing that woman's husband. (laughs) 
that's been a rumor for years ever since man but Shonda said you can have them but you can't sing still it can't be both and to be fair she still has a great voice but ever since she got with Swiss Beats the cracked vocal moments man they have been spotlighted did you see they edited that out on the YouTube yeah which i'm with the people i don't like that i don't like people doing them they said they are real life mandela effect yes i said i agree because to this day there's there's stuff where they are in your mind saying nope that didn't happen and either it there is no proof it's wiped off the earth of this not happening or there are little like little crumbs that prove that this is real but no one can find it and then it it freaks me out, so I didn't like that, girl. It, it, <laughs> first of all, everybody has a bad moment. Who gives a fuck? It was the Super Bowl. Let the bad note be the bad note. It's not even like she opened the halftime show. Yeah, she, he was opening her segment of it. So let the girl have an off note. Shit. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like why why edit it? I wonder if she yeah. if it was asked or if they just did it. I think a little bit of both. Maybe maybe. Because to be fair, next to everybody being excited about Usher, um, next to people talking about the performance of him and Alicia, people were mostly also talking about that first note. And I think they were like, let's change, let's let's skew the narrative just a bit. Let's let's not leave it like this on the official video. I was watching it live and I did think like other people that that was CeeLo on stage. Boy. Okay, so the thing is, once again, like I was telling you and other people, I didn't watch most of it until the day after. So when people were coming to me at work saying, did y'all see Jermaine Dupri look like CeeLo? And then one of my co-workers, or kind of co-workers in a way, she killed me when she said Jermaine Dupri was looking like Boss Baby, Black Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I said, What? He really did look like CeeLo Green in them screen grabs. I would have thought, and it's not even a weight situation. It just looked like Jermaine Dupri's head got bigger than it used to be. I don't know. And that suit wasn't doing him no favors. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe he should have had a hat like he used to do. He used to always rock the little hats. I wouldn't say it was a weight thing for me because when I saw him, I thought, oh, CeeLo lost weight. What's CeeLo doing there? Well, that's what I was saying. I didn't think it was a weight situation. I just think that his head looked bigger. Because it didn't <laughs> look like he got bigger weight-wise. He looked the same. It was just like, your head looks like CeeLo Green's head. And, you know, they're both short as hell. Yeah. But that's my media, which was Beyonce, which turned into Super Bowl. But I when I saw that commercial, I was talking to someone at work, and I said, shut up! And I... <laughs> I turned it up, <laughs> and like when she said drop the music, I'm like, she's dropping music, she's dropping music, and the person was like, I think it's just a commercial. I'm like, no, she is dropping music. So Beyonce don't say the words drop the music unless music is being dropped. Yeah, I, I pulled up Spotify and it wasn't there. I'm like, damn, when she did drop it? And then later I saw it was dropped. Uh-huh. To be fair, to be fair, not saying I was disappointed, but... I thought we were flashing back to a self-titled moment. I said, release the music, like the whole thing, or like a um, the uh, Everything is Love. Is that what their album was? Something like that? Where uh-huh. 
they were doing a concert and then all of a sudden they said Every, everything is love out now i was like are we getting the whole thing but the two songs i was like to be fair, maybe I probably would have listened to the whole thing if if she would have released the album because I can't deny a whole album being released. But two songs, you can skip two songs for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess I talked to. Okay, damn. Not you still. I will rectify this <laughs> <laughs> by next time. Hopefully, you have made some time. Hey, y'all, prepare to hear. Jose's media next week via me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, and you can cut this out if you want to, because you know, people don't I don't know how we are with certain details, even though we've kind of told people. Uh I was talking to Trisha and she was like, you know, with All-Star Weekend being in Indianapolis, she said, a lot of y'all subjects is in town. <laughs> like, what if they knew? But the, I don't think anybody who's who, who we've covered has listened. But I was like, what if we just went down there and was like, we want smoke with everybody we talked about? Uh, that would be hilarious. We're Indie Animals. They, Indi- they I mean, we us. are Indie Animals. Let's start some drama. Let's be, uh, like everybody said, let's be some clout chasers. <laughs> I saw this Facebook post and I'm like, damn, to choose not on Facebook anymore. Where it was like... Because of the snow, a blizzard can't stop me. I'm an indie animal. <laughs> like I, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I do feel bad when people who don't get snow it shuts their whole world down. But us, we're just like, God damn! I just didn't want no more snow. <laughs> uh-huh. We're just used to it. The scrapers are already in the car. Yeah. Well, I think that's our episode. Um, yeah. Please leave us a review if you listened to this episode and you enjoyed it because. Surprisingly, only the haters leave us reviews and they don't tell us nice things. Yeah, they talked about my mama. (laughs) That would be funny. (laughs) (laughs) If you leave a bad review, please just talk about Regina's mom. Don't do my mama will come across the goddamn computer in a phone screen. Don't try her. Um if you want to reach out to us, our email is saveyourstory at gmail.com. You can send us an email. You can send us a suggestion on who to do. You can send us your media and why it's important to you, why it's special, why you hated it. If you have opinions on anything, let us know. Our Instagram is saveyourstory, spelled just like the podcast. I believe that's all of it. Mm-hmm. We would, we should have a book episode soon. I believe we're doing the Matthew Perry book episode. We need to get back on that, back on track. Yeah, yeah, you know, we we fell off, but now we're back. Yes, we're always coming back after we fall off. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Bye. See you.